As most of you are probably aware, our beloved and wonderful teacher, Anagarika Munindra, died last night. He had been sick for quite a while. He was 88 or 89 and ailing, so it was not unexpected. We knew that he would pass away soon. But still, in getting the news, in some way it calls him to mind. You know, he's more present, has been more present with me today. Uh, just thinking back over all the years uh, of practice with him and being with him. And many of us, many of the teachers and uh, some of you probably also had the chance to be with him either in India or on his visits in America. He was really quite a unique being. He was born into, uh, and his family name is Barua. And in India and uh, Bangladesh, Barua is like a clan name, a big, a big clan. And it's the people, the descendants of the original Buddhists of India, you know, who lived in India since the Buddhist time. And then over all the years and among the invasions, of, uh, you know, they got <coughs> this... Buddhist clan got pushed further and further east. Uh, but he always kind of spoke of that with a certain, uh, certain pride, you know, noble pride, in, in being part of that clan. As an adult, he was superintendent of the big, beautiful Mahabodhi temple in Bodh Gaya, which is at the seat of the Buddha's enlightenment. And it's this ma- majestic temple. It seems one of the few places I've seen that where the physical manifestation really represents in some way the magnitude of what happened there. It's a very inspiring, uh, very inspiring place. So he was superintendent of this whole complex. And after some years, quite a few years of doing that, he had the realization that here he was, you know, a descendant of the original Buddhists of India, caring for this temple at the great seat of enlightenment, and yet he had not realized the Buddhist teachings for himself. And this strong, strong urge arose within in in him to to practice. But in India at that time, <coughs> uh, there were not the teachings were not available. So he went to Burma uh, and went to the monastery of Mahasi Sayadaw, who was his teacher, uh, immersing himself you know, in the meditation practice. And after he finished his period of practice, and this just it, it illuminates the quality of his determination and, and character, he thought to himself, I want to know for myself what the Buddha taught. I don't want to just believe what somebody else tells me about it. So he then spent the next six years intensively into the study of all of the suttas, uh, the whole of the Abhidhamma, 
and he became this amazing scholar of Buddhism, you know, of the of the Pali Canon, as well as this great practitioner. I met him soon after he returned from Burma to India. Um, while he was in Burma, he also uh, became the teacher of Deepama, and I think you heard Deepama's story in the extraordinary yogi that she was. Uh, he was her teacher there. He came back to India, uh, to Bodh Gaya, and it was, I think, just a year after he returned in 1967 uh, that I first uh, met him. I had been in India looking for a teacher, didn't know who or even in what tradition, or was just kind of wandering around. I ended up in Bodh Gaya, I met Manindraji, and, you know, as some of you know, he said one thing to me that totally hooked me into this practice, and it was so simple and so pragmatic. He said that if you want to understand your mind, sit down and observe it. And that was all. You know, there was nothing to join, and there was no rituals and no ceremonies. It was just that very straight, incisive, common sense suggestion. If you want to understand your mind, sit down and observe it. How else could we understand our mind? And that really was very much how Manindraji was like. It was very simple. One of his Vipassana mantras, although he didn't call it that, but a phrase that he used over and over again in his teaching, and which was just embedded in me, over and over he would say, be simple and easy. Be simple and easy about things. Something arises, be simple and easy. Of course, what happens when we're simple and easy about things? we become simple and easy. <laughs> and our practice becomes simple and easy, even when it's difficult. He also had this wonderfully pragmatic side, worldly pragmatic side. You know, and sometimes we would see him in the bazaar, in the local bazaar. He was not a monk. He was what's mm, called an anagarika, somewhere in between the monk and the household life. He would be in the bazaar you know, in Bodh Gaya, and we'd see him bargaining intensively for, you know, a bag of peanuts. <laughs> and, and so, you know, I would add, Manindraji, you said to be simple and easy. <laughs> and, I st- and he replied, I said to be simple, not a simpleton. <laughs> <laughs> so he was just very engaged in the world on many levels, and... Over the course of the three months, we'll be sharing many, many Munindra stories. Uh, he was just a wonderful teacher in so many ways. Uh, and he played this pivotal role in the establishment, you know, of especially the Vipassana, Satipatthana uh, Dharma scene in the West. Uh, it was through his teaching, uh, you know, practicing with him, studying with him, coming back to the States, meeting with other friends and you know, to help establish IMS. And so all of you are in some way you know, reaping the benefits, the legacy of his amazing teaching. Um, so 
I thought it'd be nice tonight just if we could all sit holding holding him in mind in some way, you know, with whatever sense of metta or gratitude or loving wish, whatever you feel. Um, he had such an open-heartedness. And one of the things I remember, just kind of free associating Meninja stories now, <laughs> he was amazingly open-minded, and it was one of the qualities I appreciated about him. You know, in those years, this was in the, in the late 60s yeah. and early 70s, there were a lot of kind of Western spiritual seekers, you know, in India traveling around. And people would be sampling this and that. And he never tried to hold on to students. You know, he was never holding them tightly. People wanted to go study with whoever, you know, other Buddhist teachers or Hindu teachers. He would always encourage them to go, saying that the Dhamma never suffers in comparison to anything. really appreciate that quality of openness. Let's sit together.
with tremendous love and gratitude, like to do a dedication of merit. May the merit of all our practice, the practice of all the yogis who've sat in this hall, be joined together with the merit of all the virtuous actions of the three times, past, present, and future. May it all be dedicated to Manindraji's peace and happiness and full awakening. In the email that we received from his family, his brother said that the, <coughs> the day before he died, he uh, said to his brother or his niece, tomorrow I'll be all healed. So, and they said that his, the next morning after the family had done the meditation and chanting, they just had a very peaceful, serene death. That was very beautiful. I um, do the the metta chant, and you know, the the transmission of his teachings flows through so many of us. It's like I was one of his first Western students in Bodhgaya, and some years after that, Steve was a student of his. And some years after that, Susan was, and many of the teachers. Uh, of course, a very special student and very, very devoted student is Kamala Masters, who will be coming to teach uh, part two. We thought maybe when she comes, we'll have a, a night of Munindra stories, because there are so many of them. And particularly wanted Oren to lead this chanting as well, because Oren was in the last wave of Manindraji students. So it just feels like there's a, a sense of completion. Um, Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa Namo tassa bhagavato 
Arahato Samma Sambuddhasa Karaniyang Atta Kusalena Yantang Santang Padang Abhisamecha Sako Ujjuta Sujjuta Suacho chasa madu anutimani Santu sakocha subharocha Apakitnichocha salaho kawoti Santindriocha nipakocha Apagabmo kulesu ananugido Nacha kudang samachare Kinshiena winu pare upavadeyum Sokinoa kemino hontu Sabde sata bhavantu sukitata Yeke chipana bhutanti Tasavatavarava anavasesa Digavaye mahantava Majimarasukhanukatula Dittava yeva adittanta Yechadure vasanti avidure Uttava sambhave siva Sabe sata bhavantu sukitata Naparo param nikumbeta Natimaneta kata chinang kanchi Yarosana patigasanya Nanya manyasa dukkha micheya Mata yata niyang puttang Ayusa eka putta manurake Evampi sababhutesu Mana sambhava ye aparimanam Metancha sabalokasmin Mana sambhava ye aparimanam Udang adocha tiriancha Asambhadang averang asapattang Tittang charang nisinova Sayanova yavatasa vigatamito 
etam satin aditanteya brahmam etam viharang idemahu ditinchar anupagamma silava dasanena samdhano Kamesu vineya gedam Nahijatu kavaseyam Punaretiti Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.